Hey everyone, and welcome to the first episode of The Local Musician, the podcast for musicians anywhere, big towns, small towns, big cities, countrysides, wherever you are, this is the podcast for you. Today we're going to kick off the first episode with probably one of the most important questions that can be asked. Why local music? There's a few reasons I believe that music on a local level is not only great to have, but essential to have. So get comfortable and get ready to talk local. So, there are two big reasons that I believe that local music is extremely important. Number one, and the most important, artistic communal value. And number two, the one that everybody likes to hear about, the economic value. So let's talk about the artistic communal value first. When places have high artistic value, they often attract more people who are artistic, especially those seeking to live in a place where they know their talents can be used and even flourish. Art attracts art. Music attracts music. It's proven. Musicians are always going to other musicians' concerts. Artists are going to other artists' gallery displays. As artists were attracted to art, we're attracted to the things that we're passionate about and the things that we do. It's why we spend countless hours rehearsing, recording, composing, trying to get better at our craft. So I want to look at this in a little bit of a different perspective. If you go to any large town, you're going to find a Walmart, a Best Buy, or a Target. And despite whatever team shirt may change out based on where you're at, you're going to find about the same stuff there. You're going to find Lysol wipes at Walmart. You're going to find Dell laptops at Best Buy. You're going to find all the coolest furniture at Target. Every town has one of these. But not every town has a Grits and Grace. What on earth is a Grits and Grace? Grits and Grace is a little outlet mall area in an old mill in Cleveland, Tennessee. They cater to small-time vendors, local small businesses, where people create different things, decorations, clothing, that you would put in your home. It's really awesome stuff, and it's really great to see that the community is opening up to these local businesses. So why bring up the whole Grits and Grace versus Walmart thing? We're going to have Walmarts everywhere. And Grits and Grace is only in Cleveland, Tennessee. It makes it unique. It's special. It makes it memorable. So how does that apply musically? Well, just like everybody knows Walmart and Target, everybody also knows Imagine Dragons, Taylor Swift, and Luke Bryan. But not everybody knows Grits and Grace. So in the same turn, not everybody knows Brian Mesco, Sophie Lockhart, Tim Ferguson, Shalim. These people are some of the most talented artists that I've ever gotten the chance to play with, or listen to live in Virginia, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. Now, are these people as big as Taylor Swift? No, not really. But whenever their name goes up on a poster of when they're performing in their local town or region, people flock to go hear them because they're just that good. Each of these musicians brings something special and unique to their community that Taylor Swift and Maroon 5 don't really bring whenever they visit different towns. The local artists bring something very special. They bring the character of the community with them onto the stage when they perform and play. They're invested in the community. Their kids go to the schools. They see other local artists. They eat at the mom and pop restaurants. They know all the best places to go, the best places to play, the best hiking trails and views and overlooks. They know all the places to hang out. They are the musical embodiment of the community that they're in. Without them, their communities wouldn't be the same. People wouldn't get to experience live music as often as they do. They'd be waiting on Taylor Swift to roll in once every blue moon or 
Imagine Dragons to come to their city if it's even big enough to come to. But if you have those local musicians there and they're performing often enough, you have the option to go out and, and hear live music and take your family out. And most of the time, these are family-friendly shows. Sure, some of them are late, but you can know that you're going to a really safe environment and a safe show. Let me tell you, each one of these guys that I just mentioned a minute ago, they know how to bring the house down with their music. They're amazing. They always bring a wonderful experience. With local music, you get something special and unique that you don't find everywhere else in the world. You get a grits and grace like you see down in Cleveland, Tennessee. You don't always get a Walmart level thing where everything's the same and that's okay. They're allowed to change it up. They're allowed to adapt to the community. That's why the artistic communal value is so important. The more artistic value you have invested in your community, the better the community is. Now, let's flip the coin to the other side and talk about the economic value. Local musicians and musical groups are essentially small businesses. WIPO, the World Intellectual Property Organization, did a study in 2015 that drew from the experiences of 22 cities on all continents. That's right, talking about a global study. And they found in the 2013 Nashville Music Industry Report, the music industry helped create and sustain more than 56,000 local jobs and contributed $5.5 billion to the local economy. That's $5.5 billion. That's huge. Mom and pop style businesses try so hard to reach a fraction of that number. In Melbourne, Australia, the 2012 census found that the live music sector alone generated $1 billion in spending and supported the equivalent of 116,000 annual full-time jobs. They also found that in the UK, it was estimated in 2013 music directly contributed 3.8 GBP to the UK economy and directly employed 111,000 people. So not only are we entertaining, but we're also making money move. Ticket sales at venues, food at restaurants, drinks, t-shirts, CDs, Facebook videos, Instagram posts, advertisements on YouTube videos. Local musicians help move the local market. Just like any other businesses, we have to spend money to make money. This merch doesn't just pop up in our bedroom late at night from the merchandise ferry and we get to say, ooh, yes, I get to make money off this. We still have to invest in order to see return, just like any other business. Having local music acts perform throughout an area also increases the tourism rate. People want to go where there are things to do. If a city or town doesn't have anything outside of the ordinary to go to, why go there? People don't travel just to go to a different Walmart or a different Target. People aren't traveling just to stay in a hotel where there's nothing to do and sit around all day. I mean, maybe a couple people do. But most people, when they travel somewhere, they want something to do. So imagine if a city has a jazz quintet, a Stevie Wonder cover group, two country singers, a killer funk band. That's potentially five shows in a small time period that these tourists could come out and see while they're staying in that city. Five shows means tickets sold, dinners bought, tables filled, seats filled, and merchandise sold. What city official wouldn't want those types of numbers coming into their region? In 2014, 87 bands performed at Bogota's Rock al Parque, attracting 400,000 people, making it one of the world's largest music festivals. Imagine that sort of money coming in. Imagine that sort of new following that you would get as a musician just for performing at one of your local festivals. We all want to be big and famous, in theory. What we all really want is to have a sustainable career in music. We don't want to have to worry about where the paycheck's coming from and who's listening. We'd like to have a big audience. We'd like to know that the gigs are going to book themselves. But honestly, 
there's a lot of drawbacks from being big and super famous. Yeah, sure, you get the shows booked, but you also have to deal with all the legal issues with recording companies and marketing companies. Yeah, a lot of people are doing the work for you, but you're also spending a lot of money to do that. And now, especially in the streaming age, where 100,000 streams is nowhere near the same amount of money as 100,000 albums sold. Even just 30 years ago, being in the music industry as a big name traveling around the world is so much more different than it is today. So as much as we would like to all be big and famous, there's a lot of good that can come from being just a well-known local musician. Sure, you might have to have a day job. Maybe you have to teach music at an elementary school. Maybe you have to work at Kroger Bag and Groceries part-time just to make sure that you're making ends meet. That's fine. You're not defined by your day job. You're not even really defined by your music. You're defined by who you are as a person. People aren't going to come out and listen to an artist that's treats everybody like a jerk anyway. So as long as you treat people well, it doesn't matter what your day job is or how famous you are on the East Coast. If you're doing things that people like to hear and see in your local community or making more of an impact in your city or town than some of these big famous people are. Yeah, we all know who they are and we all like to listen to their music, but how much are they actually impacting the people in their area? How much are they able to really invest in their area? Last time I checked, Imagine Dragons, Luke Bryan, nor Taylor Swift, or Katy Perry was sitting here in little old Roanoke investing all their time, efforts, and money into teaching people, helping with the music education scene, investing in the arts, supporting other local artists. No, they're too busy for that. That's where we come in. We get to come in and increase both the economic and the artistic value of our communities. We get to be involved with the future generations of musicians. We get to be involved with the arts foundations and the sponsoring foundations. We get to, you know, see this tiny little town that we live in change. And no matter what big city or tiny town you might live in or anything in between, you can be part of that change too. That's the importance of being a local musician. So, what do you think? Do you agree or disagree? Do you have questions or want to get in touch? Well, with the Local Musician Podcast, you have the chance to make your thoughts known and heard. Head over to the Local Musician Podcast Facebook page and leave your thoughts, questions, concerns, or even a cry of outrage if you've got one on the comment section of this podcast post. If you like the theme song you heard at the beginning, you can check it out soon on any streaming services or digital platforms under Austin Morgan. It's called Quarantine Days, and it's featuring Shalim. So, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all next week. Wait for it. Interrupt my vibe, you gonna pay for it Look but don't touch, cause that makes a great tourist Don't run away for us Scrolling through Hulu looking for some action Simply to serve as distraction Tell me what happened to passion I've been slipping, sliding meanwhile on my